to live your best life, you must live label free. I'm very excited. We have a very cool guest joining us from Hawaii. So I'm jealous of her right now. She's an international best-selling author, speaker, and the founder of the 111 Healers Conference and the School of Inspired Life. Please welcome Lyra Kay. Lyra, thank you for joining us today. Can you please tell the audience a little bit about your background? Hello, super excited to be here with you. Um, so I am um, doing behind the scenes work with a lot of celebrities and uh, elite uh, leaders uh, of this world and working with them on existential crisis. And um, another big part of my business is to train other psychotherapists and coaches to work at the very high level and sell the work at the six figure uh, price point. That has to be very interesting work to work with, to work with people that have a, you know, a bigger name and to see them going through some kind of crisis, which a lot of people probably don't think that they really go through. They kind of hold them on a pedestal or, you know, and for you, you get to kind of get, do like real life stuff with them. What is that like for you? Uh, in the strangest way, this is very normal because I grew up in a family with a famous uh, artist father who was a public figure, went through a lot of turmoil in his life uh, and obviously went through this whole ups and downs of being a celebrity and how people worship you and what happens <laughs> in the midst of that and the relationship problems uh, he's been, I'm, uh, you know, I think I'm, I'm the oldest out of uh, eight kids oh, wow. out there somewhere and uh, many marriages that he had and uh, all sorts of uh, relationships and kind of being in the midst of that. I never had a kind of sort of idea that this must be something on a pedestal out there. It's just life. Yeah. And since I've been, um, I've been always kind of his supporter and helping him and became a psychotherapist in a way because I just wanted to, to be even better at kind of solving that. I, at that time, I was interested in midlife crisis. Yeah. And of course, it's, it just helps to, to support somebody like that. But then it's naturally became my work. Yeah, I love that. So um, what's the difference between someone that is in the limelight going through a crisis versus someone like, let's just say me, who's just normal every day that doesn't have a big name that would go through a crisis? Are there, you think that there are differences between those two? Well, the biggest difference that uh, your crisis is happening on public. So yeah. everybody is looking at it. That's all. So you might not have enough space to be with yourself and act upon what you want. So that's the big thing. It's the big thing. And also with a lot of uh, public sort of announcements and things that could happen, then it affects your career, it affects everything. So you, you're much more careful about changing things. While yeah. I think the typical normal person is just, well, I can just leave, I can do whatever I want. So there's a certain pressure on uh, celebrities, I think, to be public to be role models yeah yeah there's a lot i mean yeah. right now the, the big thing right now i'm working with is cancel culture it's like uh. everybody like people get canceled every day like it's not even funny <laughs> so um i'm finding that being a celebrity right now is so much harder because you really must watch yourself what you say what you've done and because we're all human and of course i have a lot of compassion for any human, but for human in public and somebody who is even trying to lead or trying to sort of do something for others, I think it's just so amazing. And I think we should support them, but, you know, but that's the difficulty because they are on the spotlight and everything is 
public and they have to deliver, they have that kind of social responsibility to act decent, yeah. right? Yeah. And what is decent, right? So we, we don't know, especially now when it's like so divisive and everything is, um, you're always in danger of instigating something if you Oh, speak. for sure. Well, social media, everybody's got a camera on their phone. So if someone catches you like not at your best oh. at a weak moment and they can post that everywhere and then it goes viral, it's like, that's it, you're done. That's it, you're done. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's very important, I think, that to really be able to, to be in control of your emotions from before you <laughs> hit the spotlight, you know, like yeah. breathe, breathe through, breathe through it. So when they're when you're working with somebody, what does that look like to help get to the root problem? Um, in my case, uh, I've developed a very sort of stellar system to diagnose things very fast. I love uh, psychoanalysis. Um, I know it's kind of hundred years ago, but it still works in the sense that we understand that a lot of our problems and tissues stem from our childhood yeah. and not for, just from childhood, but specifically from our parents or maybe even grandparents. There's a lot of generational trauma, generational problems and patterns that we inherit and we just run. And of course, now, as we know about neuroscience, that's great because now we know, okay, you don't really have to be stuck with that. You can yeah. change that. And um, just naturally, I work a lot with addictions. I think it's just one of those things that kind of goes with very creative sort of, uh, you know, free-spirited people. So it doesn't have to be, <laughs> but yeah. unfortunately, that's the pattern I see. Um, so, you know, with addiction, so I see, okay, we, we have to go and we have to uh, really retrain not just our brain but we have to retrain our body yeah. to act differently, respond differently to the triggers, to the uh, whatever's happening out there. And if you're a celebrity, or well, it doesn't even matter if you're a celebrity, if you're just a high achieving person, let's say somebody who does something in life, so there's going to be a lot of triggers. Oh, it's yeah. not going to be any, a simple, easy, nice little life where you can just hold yourself, hold your cool, like cool. <laughs> No, you're going to be all the time bombarded and invited into games and, and, and dramas and, and react certain way. You are expected to be interesting about that. And then it becomes a habit. And then at some point, you might want to retrain or you might want to understand where is your public persona, what's your private life, because in your relationships, in your own family, that's not going to go so well. Yeah. So this is kind of a part of the work I do. And um, one of the sort of tools I invented myself, I call it fast track psychoanalysis. It takes me about five minutes to pretty much talk about your, you know, ask you a few questions and just diagnose very accurately what is it that we have to work on for you to change pretty much everything in your life? Because I like to just understanding this one little thing. Yeah. Tweak it. It's not about this whole big long-term 10-year therapy process. It's about just understanding what connects to what. For example, yeah. addictions connect often to very, very early childhood, relationship with your mother. And just if you go there, you can really, really help somebody very quickly. Wow, that's fascinating. I, I've always been interested in psychology. I used to study it a lot because I actually grew up in a, a very <clears throat> an abusive home. My father was a Debbie dad. He was very abusive towards my mother and towards myself. And so in order for me to break those patterns, I've had to go through a lot of counseling 
you know, I, I did quite a few drugs early on and, you know, I just didn't want to get into that. Like, uh Oh, I'm going to end up dead somewhere on the side of the road or something like that. So, you know, I, I would just got very interested in how the brain works and how I react to certain things, what my triggers are. I still notice even today there being, but I'm aware there are certain things that happen that trigger some of that, like that anxiety or that, like, er, you know, and just, but being aware of it is, really half the battle that helps me work through it, you know, feel it, let it go and move on. So, um, but I, I, I'm very fascinated by what you do, but you do, so you do a lot. Can you tell us about the healers conference and the school of inspired life? All right. So those are my, um, sort of organic projects that came out of work already as I've been doing work since 17 years old. So it's been, uh, three decades now. And at some point in the middle of that, I was asked, hey, can you teach me what you do? Because can you teach um, your skills? Yeah. And a lot of people call me psychic. So I definitely say I'm not a psychic. I don't know. I don't even know what that really is like out there. But um, I think it looks like it is when you can really right. accurately diagnose stuff, right? It's for other people, it looks like, oh, my gosh. So I thought, or maybe it's like a mentalist like skills, you know, of being yeah. very present and of course being... Um, courageous enough to say what you see right because that is part of uh, you know a process is to be truthful and just give that feedback to people that's pretty much almost what can change everything for people it's just yeah. that feedback because we have blind spots all of us me too <laughs> for myself I have to have a lot of people yeah. I work with to to get there and indulge right in, in some in, in healing um but uh, so as I was asked to teach those skills and then can you certify me? So I waited like two years just being asked. And then at some point I was like, okay, let's do this. So I created yeah. School of Inspired Life, pretty much a training center. Um, and I help people to launch their own academy school certifications because I'm not just interested in teaching my skills. Yeah, I think everybody could have their own process. I, you know, in 30 years of doing the work, I see everybody has gifts and have skills, you know, skills, if they're aware of that. <laughs> and sure. my job is pretty much to show you how you do it in your life. And yes, you can do it professionally. So I can just help you to put it in a process. I can help you to put it in context of business. Yeah. And of course, become uh, one of those elite mentors or coaches, comparing to maybe going the mainstream way of going to, sure. you know, sort of, what are the coaching certifications or, or um, psychology degrees and stuff like that, which and I work with a very advanced uh, psychologist already. It's just the next level. How can you speed it all up? How can you be super effective, original? If you want to really stand out, launch your own big thing, you know, if yeah. you're interested in that. And kind of, um, so that's became part of my business. And then um, uh, 111 Heels Conference is my passion project. I had a kind of my own calling a few years back. It was this kind of political situation where I've personally felt like, whoa, we have to really start taking care of our own health. We, we can't expect everybody always take care of us. And then I was like, well, what about promoting other therapists and coaches? What about making a conference where healers, coaches, therapists can just come and share their skills? Yeah. So, um, and I just organized a lot of, <laughs> I'm in touch with a lot of professionals out there. So I got them in 
And at the beginning, I just uh, presented my own clientele, my own students. But then afterwards, I was like, well, everybody comes. And so for a couple of years, it's been a public project and very popular people just come and um, share from the heart. This is what I do. This is how I do it. I like uh, everything being practical. So people, anybody public can take it, watch it. It's a video, typically in a video format in a group and it's been going, it's been running and I'm very happy about that. It's my, it's my passion project. It's <laughs> something I like doing. Support for Label Free Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Now, ladies, you can use this too. We're all inclusive here. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. And now we're going to have the ladies too, because come on, ladies, let's be real. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners, 20% off plus free shipping with the code labelfree20 at manscaped.com. So thank you, Manscaped, for your support. And everybody is welcome to purchase with my code. Well, congratulations. You are definitely type A. <laughs> you like to do a lot, don't you? I mean, so you've done, written a lot of books too. Can you, how many books have you written? I've written uh, three books. Um, I also published a book with a publisher at some point. Um, but that the kind of book that I'm not specifically, it was kind of very interesting, very commercial project, I would say. So I, I can't say I enjoyed it as much as uh, self-publishing. So I published my own three books. And uh, one was, it's called um, Now or Never Every, uh, what is it? I forgot even what they called. <laughs> now oh. or Never uh, something. Uh, how to get what you want every time you say I wish. Oh. Okay, it was about it was about getting what you want, very A-type stuff, right? Okay. It was about working with your brain and the very practical stuff. Um, second book I wrote was based kind of on my own journey. Um, it, it's called uh, I Belong, The Journey from Lost to Found. And it's about a spiritual journey. I was uh, born a very sensitive child, very intuitive in my own sort of spiritual world felt so energy very strange yeah had very uh, a lot of a lot of spiritual experiences of course as i went to study psychotherapy i found out about carl gustav jung and all co so collective subconsciousness and all of that stuff it's like ah that's what i was tapping into always yeah. and that's why i love psychoanalysis because it's just uh, it's just perfect for me yes um and but i also felt that i didn't belong I wasn't fitting in. I was a big bookworm. I, in my own stuff, like super, super nerdy. <laughs> okay, though. Nerds are cool. Because I'm of, a total course. Nerd. <laughs> of course. Look at us now, right? But at the time, I was a kid who was like, what are they all so happy about? Yeah. <laughs> this life is like this this space is dark like this oh I, I, because I was I'm very compassionate I was just felt people's pain and and I could see the purpose I mean I'm I was a weird kid and um so I felt like I didn't belong and a lot of my um even adult life was about just trying to prove that I'm, I'm here like I can yeah. do this I I can be in this world and I can find myself successful in this world well <laughs> you know so the really the story of in that book is is kind of my journey but what I discovered that I always belonged yeah. I just had to take my space as a healer as a teacher not to try to be just like everybody else but just do my work and 
just you know some people um, I feel like have a mission to do something and I'm not saying it's a big mission it doesn't matter whether I just do it with my own family I have a big family or with uh, you know thousands hundreds of thousands of people I've worked with to me it's all the same I'm always showing up as a teacher and as a healer and as I kind of realized that I felt oh now I belong I found my I found my place so that's my second book and the third book is of course, after working with people, and especially when I um, seriously started working with the kind of elite clientele, I wrote a book about addictions, quitting addictions. That's called mm. "Release Twenty Pounds of Pain." Yeah. So that book, it's called "Practical Tools to Quit Addictions." So that book has been recommended and endorsed by many celebrities, many people, because of just what it does. It's a yeah. process that I dialed in. This is what you need. Those are the specific little steps. This is not, um, you know, I mean, I, I love 12 steps, uh, classic 12 steps, but yeah. that's kind of got nothing to do with that. It's more psychological. It's about processing the pain because release 20 pounds of pain, because this is just another day. Uh, one of my clients wrote back to me, Lyra, I released thousand pounds of pain because that's how much I had. Yeah. And thank you. You know, so that book just is, it's kind of a shortcut to just getting it out of your system, out of your body. So you can start again, find your second breath, go for it. Like you don't have to carry this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, from people that I've known in the past that are addicted, they typically are self-medicating. You know, because yes. they, they are trying to put the bandaid on the pain, not have to deal with it, not deal with the reality and face it. You know, you, you can only run for so long before you either you overdose, die, or, you know, you get in trouble or something like that. So um, that sounds like an, an amazing book. And I might have to recommend that to some people. <laughs> they really might not like it, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's very, it's very kind, very compassionate, but straightforward. And it's yeah. very practical. You just do the thing. And once you've got the, oh, that's what I, that's how you actually heal. This is what therapy looks like. Yeah. Those are the very important things, like validating yourself, like not, you know, facing reality, all of those things. Um, it works. So, yeah, definitely highly recommend. I love it. So what's next for you? I mean, you've done so much already, and I, I feel like you're not slowing down for anything. Uh, right now, what am I doing right now? I am definitely in the middle of creating uh, my own second breath. It's interesting, partially why I ended up in Hawaii was because I reached my own kind of point of, um, as you mentioned, you know, being a type, <laughs> I, I reached to the point where, you know what, I proved myself, Yeah. you know, and it's so strange to admit that, you know, I'm going to be 50 in, in a couple of days, that it took me that long to really understand that a lot of the work I did, even though like for other people, it seems very spiritual, very um, beautiful work on being on a mission and everything. Yeah. But for myself, there's something I discovered when, um, you know, one of my clients achieved like huge success and we were celebrating. And then I was like, after that celebration, I just sat, I remember and thinking I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, why, why would I? say that yeah why would I say that how how is it that I'm done and of course I love totally examining all the movements of my soul I'm like what is going on there <laughs> and then I realized that all this time part of me at least in business yeah. was really hoping to be 
you know, to prove myself that I'm enough, I'm smart enough, I'm good enough. <laughs> so strange. That's a type A <laughs> for you. I'm still like, there. I'm type A. I'm still there. I'm still trying yeah. to prove myself. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, literally, <laughs> I was like sitting there, you know, chickens in, in Hawaii, you know, you get the chickens screaming and I was like, this is, this is me, like almost 50 years old, <clears throat> you know, reaching my point of, uh, you know, I'm good enough. <laughs> and I went through my own sort of personal crisis where I was like, what am I going to do next? Yeah. And because I have, um, you know, because I can afford it, I think I would say that mm-hmm. <clears throat> I went deep into my own uh, sort of my own psyche, what's going on. And I gave myself time to rediscover the passion yeah. because with that I'm good enough. I also felt I don't want to do work anymore. Like, I'm done. And it was such a strange thing because I've built up my business. I've built up myself and everything like around to just now go for it. And then suddenly I had like zero motivation to do yeah. it. I just wanted to lay on the beach and, and like do nothing. So I was like, what is this thing? And so this is where the concept of find your second breath came out. Okay. But this is, so I basically in now indulging in this idea of, how do you really recreate that yourself passion new fire under your wings yeah. where do you find it i started looking at aging i found out a lot of amazing things that i'm now teaching as well um and it's just great like i mean so i i've definitely found my second breath and of course my uh, clientele i mean it's always the same they are very excited about that because i kind of brought in the new angle on um makeovers on um you know trying again starting again yeah yeah so like a phoenix rising from the ashes rising from the ashes yes the phoenix i should really put phoenix somewhere yeah my one of my daughters made a tattoo with a phoenix on her yeah i I love the concept if you feel like you've been beaten there's always like the second breath, you know, you can rise from the ashes and be reborn again. So, you know, yeah, like reborn. Yeah, it's being reborn again. Yeah. So that is kind of it fascinates me. It's always did because working with crisis, it's always that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that is uh that's basically where I'm going right now. I love it. Where can people find you, reach out to you, support you, find your books, all that good stuff. All the good stuff. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, the best way is to go to my website, lirak.com. Okay. Lirak.com. And another one, if you're interested in uh, learning, in going into any of the programs, becoming a student, then go to schoolofinspiredlife.com. So that's uh, all programs are there. Uh, and private work is in lirak.com. Perfect. I will put all those links in the show notes, you guys. So if you... Uh, resonated with anything Lyra shared with us today. Please don't hesitate to reach out. Let's see what she's got to offer. Go f- check out one of her books because they sound amazing. I might have to go get one myself. Uh, before we say goodbye, I always like, oh, first, happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> I wish you a happy birthday. Before we say goodbye, any last words of wisdom or advice you'd like to leave with the audience? Yeah, as I started talking about second, find your second breath, I was like, okay, so this is something that I've discovered, and I hope it's going to be useful for you too. So when you are uh, in the existential crisis or experiencing identity crisis or whatever, you're like, ah, what am I? 
I propose not to ditch everything, even though that sounds like, a, oh, I just want to leave everything behind and just want to start again. Yeah. Um, what I say, build up upon what you've got. Don't build up upon the ruins. Don't disregard everything you've done. Yeah. You've worked hard. So, so celebrate it. it gives me chills. Give that, give yourself gratitude. I'm so not into this whole gratitude thing, but actually in this case, I would say, yes, celebrate yourself. Say thank you to yourself. You've done it. You've achieved build upon that. Your next stage in life is not about starting again, being a newbie running around like with, you know, anxious about, ah, where am I going? Yeah. <laughs> you're going, you're always been on your path. Yeah. You're just continuing your path, but it's now has a new perspective. Second breath. I love, so. I love that. That was beautiful. Thank you so much for those words of wisdom. Uh, it has been an absolute pleasure talking with you today, Lyra Kay. So I'm excited to see what you do next. So please keep us posted on anything that next book that you come out with or the next project or whatever, you know, we'll be, we'll be here looking to see what's coming for you. So thanks again for sharing with us everything that you've done. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Bradalescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to comment, share, re review, rate, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.